0: Welcome to That's Wild, a Minnesota Wild Reaction podcast from Hockey Wilderness at SB Nation. Uh, You are here with Matthew Smith uh, or at From Tape to Tape on Twitter and also...
1: Thomas Williams, hello, managing editor of hockey wilderness <laughs> sorry it's so late <laughs> yeah.
0: it's uh very late, and that was a terrible, terrible game one to watch, yeah,
1: yeah, it was brutal it was it was not fun at all and not what I expected, and maybe I was holding my expectations too high, and maybe we'll get into that but yeah it's it's I expected some scoring at least. <laughs> Like maybe a goal. That would have been nice. But uh yeah, to, to have it end for nothing and have a a rookie goaltender, basically a rookie goaltender, have a thirty seven save shutout. That's not that's not a fun time. That's not a good time.
0: No, I don't think I was expecting all of the Minnesota Wilds weaknesses to show up and <laughs> yeah. all of the strengths of the St. Louis Blues to show up as well. I think Oh, we talked about it in our previews and stuff, but the Minnesota or the St. Louis Blues special teams is it's scary. It's, their, it's definitely their biggest mm-hmm. strength. Um, one of the highest ranked power plays in the league, one of the highest ranked penalty kills in the league. And for, I mean, we're used to the Minnesota Wilds um, power play going on droughts and not being effective, but for them to go um at the last time i checked it was 0 for 6 and yeah yeah 0 for 6 um was a bit of a downer (laughs) yeah yeah just just a little bit of a downer um
1: and it seemed like nothing could go their way i think it was the first power play i want to say that they got a good flurry of chances on the top unit and it was like feeling a little bit better and i think they were just down one at that time but it, it was just like and then as the game went on it was just any power play that chance they had. And like, it was just uh like so many passes. And if they had any shots, it was from way outside. Like the blues were just blocking everything. Like they were not letting anything get in, like into Huso's crease. And even if it did, it would have been like on a second chance thing, but then Huso would be right there ready. So it, it's, it was just super frustrating to watch that power play just kind of revert almost back to like the blues almost, basically forced the wild to revert back to like early season power play where they set records for like (laughs) their drought and how long they went on
0: yeah so in six power plays the minnesota wild managed 11 shots on net and conceded three three shots against yeah that's from five on four
1: yeah and where were those like even those shots from like
0: i don't like i want to see here they oh. had a few, like, high-danger chances. Um, a lot of them were from in front of the net. And, honestly, it might be... More credit might have to be given to Philly um, Huso for the work mm-hmm. he did on the penalty kill. But, I mean, you as much as his work was the reason that there wasn't a goal scored... You just can't. You can't go 0 for 6 on the power play in the playoffs. You can't let that happen. Well, it'll just kill you, too. Like, we know the Wild are a better 5-on-5
1: team than most. We could say that kind of comfortably. Maybe not tonight. But, like, it's almost like they didn't get into the rhythm because of the power play. I'm I'm not, like, complaining about them getting too many calls. But, like it doesn't help when you're you're like trying to get into a rhythm of five on five and get that pressure and rolling your lines and what we've been so accustomed to this season is that like it's just waves of those forward lines kind of getting into units getting deep into the zone and kind of playing well enough and then they eventually get like a greasy grindy goal if they need one um but it's just like this like weird stuttering effect and just like very broken throughout five on five and then there's like all the different game states too like you have your there's a bunch of four on four like way more than like any like playoff game that i've seen in a while and just like it's it it was just like i don't i don't even want to know like how many actual minutes were played not at five on five but i don't imagine it was a whole lot
0: like no and i i mean realistically the problems that existed on the power play also led into the Mm -hmm. penalty kill. Whatever weaknesses they had, like the strength of the Blues power play to just, you know, run what they want to run and get the puck down Mm -hmm. low and get rebounds and get it back to David Perron. (laughs) They could, they were just doing it at will. And it was, that was probably the most frustrating thing about it was you, the Blues have some talented players. They have David Perron. They have Rob Thomas. Uh, they have Tarasenko and Bucicovich. But the, the Minnesota Wild have a very, very talented offensive group that they can put on the ice for the power play, and they just it, it just couldn't work. Yeah. It just wasn't working. Yeah, and it, it's
1: and it didn't it didn't help also that like, basically I think all four goals were rebound goals. They're all second chance goals. Which just shows how like easy the Blues are getting to the net, and it might be the benefit of those players and those forwards that can do that. But the Wild's defense didn't really have anything beyond like preventing rush chances, which Brodin were a- and Spurgeon were able to kind of like suffocate a little bit of su- some rush chances in- during the game. But I don't like Perron was able to Perron and O'Reilly were able to basically get like right in front of Flurry no matter what so that that is something that might just have to get looked at i guess
0: <laughs> yeah and i i understand bring like having delorie and like what you mm-hmm. get from for in the the ways of physicality from the grief line but if they're going to do stuff after the whistle um with the way the refs if the refs continue to call these the series as close as they called this game handing over those power play opportunities to the blues is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make it an un- uphill battle from the get go. No, and to your, what you were, uh, you were wondering how much five on five time was. And according to natural stat trick, it was only 35 minutes of five on five time. <laughs> that, yeah. I'm seeing it it's... now. It's
1: the most, there was a period was 12 minutes and 41 seconds. That was in the second. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah. It's, yeah. And like, it, and yeah, looking at the five on five numbers, the Wild had seventy two percent of the shot attempts, and sixty one percent. Like it's yeah, they were way better at yeah. five on five, but maybe not getting the super like the the quality of chances. But it's like overall, they were just getting so many damn chances at five on five, but nothing was going in, and because of who so and then yeah, and then the Blues just and like of course you'll have to mention that like. These power play goals that the Blues technically scored, like the Perron one, I think it was called back to a power play one technically, but there was like two, two, both the Perron, like the first and his third goal were scored at like the dying seconds of the power play. I think one counted, but the other one I think was two seconds after, so it was like it's basically a power play goal. Like the other one was definitely not a power play goal. So it's just it's just. It's just bad to watch. <laughs> and, and I don't know where they go from here, too. Like, do you think that they really are going to make any lineup changes, like, compared to what we saw tonight? Like, make those drastic changes?
0: No, I don't think so. There has to be a long and hard conversation about the strategy on the power yeah. play. I mean, the penalty kill is the penalty kill. I mean, they it, it's going to adapt to the opponent they play against and sort of the first game is going to be the blues showing their hand to the guys on the ice Mm -hmm. so the the second game i'm expecting i would hope that the power play is going to change its strategy a little bit there needs to be a little bit more formula to what they're trying to do than what it seems like they have on the ice
1: yeah um well, we're speaking of no lineup changes, and I just sent to this in the in the hog, just Slack. Uh, I didn't know this from Jared Spurgeon, but he decided to take a two hand cross check to the ankle of Buchnevich. I'm guessing that's late in the game. Uh, I didn't see it while it was happening live, but I imagine that the Department of Player Safety is going to have a look at that. Um,
0: well, that's not good <laughs> that at all. <laughs> that's that's a that is an absence that would hurt a lot and i mean i haven't looked at it either but by the sounds of it is probably at most a game but that that would really really hurt to go yeah do that well uh let's actually just head into break and then when we get back we'll maybe talk with some tent first <laughs> And welcome back to That Was Wild <laughs> with uh, the folks from Hockey Wilderness. Um, we were just talking about the special teams fiasco in the first game of the series mm-hmm. against the St. Louis Blues, and we'd like to talk about, I guess, goaltending. Um, there, I mean, Philly Huso, is <laughs> that you're going to get goalied sometimes. Sometimes, I suppose. Do you think that Dean Evison is going to look to replace Marc-Andre Fleury with Cam Talbot in the second game? I, I'm not sure because it's also like how much what
1: like so what Fleury did. I feel like wrong tonight was a couple like real serious rebound control issues um, not being able to kind of. I feel like he was just very floppy in his crease, like not not really stable at all. And some things like one, he gave away the puck also at one time, and Kulikov had to make a like a goal mouth save and dive across the net. Um, but I feel like it was just not really like secure at all. So maybe you go with Talbot, and especially if you were thinking about how short of a Leech flurry is on anyways. Like, even if he maybe played a decent game and they won the game, then, then Everson might say, okay, we're one, we're one game up in the series and just go with Talbot. Cause it's just a rest thing. Maybe. Um, I, I could see it happening that it just goes immediately to, to Talbot. Um, just the way that Everson just likes to rotate the goalies anyways. And then how quick kind of he'll probably be moving, um, and with his lineup decisions
0: were you surprised to see flurry start this game
1: no i i think i i it's almost like why trade for him if you're not gonna like play him in game one i feel like that would be a big thing and then also he flurry was the first goalie to out of the two to have consecutive games in the regular season since he was traded remember they're rotating the whole way and then Fleury, I think, had three games in a row or something like that. So that kind of i i that kind of told I feel like everyone that uh, he was going to get a decent look for game one, and it kind of just makes sense. Um, but yeah, like like I was saying, it's just it's it's nice to have that luxury of a decent backup and a starter like caliber backup in Talbot. So then you, I feel like he's going to be in there for game two on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I agree with you about the mistakes that he made. It seemed like the only problems that he had, there might have been a few like loose moments where he kind of lost the net, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: realistically, his biggest errors were coming from rebound control. And they made him pay for those mistakes on the power play, where it's on the duty of the defenseman and the guys down low to clear those rebounds out. They're going to happen. So I I don't know I I like personally I think I was surprised to see flurry in net just because of how much it seemed like they were riding Cam at the end of the season and how well he had performed at after the trade deadline essentially yeah. but yeah. I I don't know if he was he definitely wasn't the problem
1: no that's the thing, he really too. wasn't the problem that's that's the thing I feel like. Maybe the easier decision. Well, it might force your hand because of the Spurgeon thing. But to have Goligoski in instead of Kulikov. Well, now maybe instead of Spurgeon. But like, I feel like that might have been an easier decision. And I don't know, like, what other changes do you make? Like, so yeah, it's it's tough because you don't want to overreact and just cause everything to be out of sync and to have this lineup that is just jambled because you decided to make some decisions based on one game and one kind of fluky game because of the amount of special teams um, influence this game had. But you also kinda want to react and not waste an opportunity to be able to put out your new guy your other guys. Um like I think if, if Spurgeon's out Golagas he's for sure getting in. But if he's not then I'm I I might honestly want Everson to put him in anyways just to have that little extra offensive spark and again he's not like what he used to be but he I feel like Goligosky could have changed this game a decent amount like just the way that he's been playing recently I don't know it's 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 sometimes when you're like asking questions and you don't know the answer either (laughs) like what did they do well I I don't know what they (laughs)
0: Yeah, especially. I mean, it's it's hard to understate how much of an impact Huso had on this game. Yeah. Um, like, evolving hockey has, um, Huso at I think it was around three expected goals. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Three and a half. Um. And with the with how much they outshot St. Louis, I I mean it's just. I don't think that lineup changes are really going to solve the problems that they had. No, I mean, yeah, like maybe yeah. Goligoski swapping him in for Kulikov helps a little bit, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's,
1: it's, I feel like again, like the special teams had such a big influence on this game. Like it's 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 hard to really take it fully, like, take it serious almost, other than just to talk it up as, like, it was super fluky because there's literally half the game was played not at its normal game state. And so you're just, like, playing with fire then, and then you run into a goalie that is playing really well in a defense that will lie down in front of any shot that you take and kind of limits your chances. Um, but they still managed to get 37 shots on. So, like, it's... I feel like, I don't know if I want to, like go so deep into lineup changes and I, I think there should be some made, but it's also like you can just say this is a fluky game and game two, even if you don't change anything and just coming down the pipe now is that the department of player safety is looking at that Spurgeon thing. So maybe you'll be forced to do anything to do something. um, But it, it's, yeah, you can just chalk it up to, it's just weird. And it's a weird game one and it's, at least it's just game one and not like a game that the blues go up three nothing in a series or something and have it be really annoying that a game like this happens. Um, but yeah, it's just the first one. So at least there's a little bit of security and calm feeling in that.
0: Yeah. With Spurgeon, if Spurgeon does miss time tonight, he played 22 minutes and that's going to be a, some pretty big shoes to fill between the rest of the other guys. Yeah. Um just I I the the extra whistle stuff was it did bother me a little bit the Fiala high stick mm-hmm. um that cost them their best chance to get back into it in the third yeah as soon as Fiala took that um double minor for high sticking it was it was toast the game was done mm-hmm. but i mean the refs are clearly going to call this series pretty tight if they continue the way that they did tonight. Yeah. And maybe that's an opportunity for guys like Joel Eriksson to make their impact. <laughs> I would probably like to see some more penalty killing duties spread around. There was a lot of penalty killing going on tonight. So it was probably spread around a little bit more than it normally is.
1: Yeah.
0: But, I mean, it, Frederick Goudreau doing... Two and a half minutes of penalty kill solely because he's their best faceoff man makes sense. But I don't know if um, having Jordan Greenway and Ryan Hartman up there, if it means that the grief line isn't going to get a lot of ice time after penalty kills or, you know, it's going to hold Hartman out from joining in with Kirill and Zuccarello.
1: Yeah. Well I'm I'm probably looking at the same time chart. But like Ericssonek, because of the the amount of power play time he had, um, he was only got thirty seconds on the kill. So it's just like the balancing act between your best offensive players are also your best defensive players, and that's the issue that you run into, is that you don't want to run them into the ground. So like, do you also like again Fiala also played one a minute and forty five seconds, like do you look at someone like Connor Dewar and say you're a really good penalty killer, and you're not on the power play, and you could probably play two minutes on the penalty kill if we need you to, like Gaudreau, even though he's on the second unit technically, I think yeah. Um, then it'd be less. Like I, I I feel like this game kind of missed Dewar uh, again. Lineup changes, whatever, but I feel like Dewar will have a really good uh, or doer however you say his name. It's late. I'm gonna blame it on that. But um <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like his game can be really added to this and kind of provide some speed, especially when it needs to it's a super grindy game, just have those bursts of uh I don't know, just ability to transition.
0: Yeah. I don't think that there is much to take away from this game. Not a whole lot of positives. <laughs> yeah. Um be better on the power play. <laughs> Take less penalties. Yeah, like it's it's really gonna be tough um to make to really glean anything from tonight. Mm-hmm. It I if a same if the same
1: kind of style game happens in game two where there's just so many special teams, even if it's just like twenty minutes of special teams other than thirty, it's still gonna be so annoying. <laughs> just like it's it's gonna be the exact same result because this. It, I don't think the wild can just magically turn turned around it took so long for them to get into the rhythm on the power play no matter what this season so if they're just kind of stuttering now then i think you just have to depend on five on five scoring honestly
0: yeah i i mean i guess that would be the the good thing that did happen for the well tonight there wasn't much but yeah. out shooting them or out shot attempting them at least mm-hmm. um 44 to 17 <laughs> five on five um that's good I mean that's a, at the very least that is a recipe for success. Yeah. Um outshooting the other team usually means that you are going to be ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually. Um <laughs> and uh you can't control much beyond that. Like you can it's special teams is tough. Special teams is tough. Yeah. Yeah, let's just uh let's just forget about this game. <laughs> <laughs> just totally. I... I think that a lot of the guys on the team are probably thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, well, uh, I guess we'll we'll call it there. Uh, <laughs> 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 probably a good thing. I think we all want to move on from this game. Yeah. Uh, next game, game two is on the fourth. Uh, it's puck drop is at, I think, 8.30 central time. Yep obviously in minnesota well you'll know, we'll have some some pieces for you to read in the meantime oh, yeah. uh we're excited for that game mostly as a means of moving on from this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just want to really get that over with get that get that uh palate cleanser game yeah
1: but at least this game has has uh given us stuff to talk about i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there'll be pieces up you know Alright, well, this has been That Was Wild uh, with Hockey Wilderness. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks.